Hello and welcome to the Learn Chinese Insights podcast, brought to you by ChineseLearnOnline.com, your progressive online Mandarin course. In each episode, I interview someone who has learned Chinese as a second language to find out how they learned and what they're doing with this Chinese these days. So in this episode, I'm happy to have Alex Wagner. Now, before we get started, Alex, can you just give a quick, short introduction in Chinese, and then we'll go from there? 好啊，你好，我的名字是 Alex， 呃，我是威斯康星人，呃，在美国，呃，跟我有披萨店在呃夜市。All right, good. Now you said you're from America. Where? What place was that? Ah,、uh, Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. And that's the official Chinese. What is it? Wish. I I don't actually know how to present. <laughs> I feel like every time I correct it, Wisconsin. Oh, so somebody had、Wee、to teach you that. Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And my city that I'm from、uh-huh. is Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, when you say that, do people here even know what any of that is? No, never. Very even, rarely. Even They in, think it's near Chicago. Oh,、uh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, because even in Chinese, you know, how good would their geography of the U.S. be, right? Right. Exactly. Right. It's actually middle middle America. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right.、Um, okay. So let's、uh, go back in time here. You're from America. So what brought you to Taiwan in the first place? Um. Well, I was working in Seattle. I had moved there after school, and I was. I was doing something that I didn't really like. I was working for the city of Milwaukee, and then trying to find a job with the city of Milwaukee or a city of Seattle. And I had a friend over here who was teaching, and he was like, "It's a good way to go somewhere for a year, and you know, get some or make some money and experience and see the world." And I came over here to teach English for you know probably a year or two, and I ended up falling in love with it, and I've been here for five years now, five and a half years. Oh, okay, nice. So,、uh, yeah, it, with regards to to Chinese, so I assume when you got here, you couldn't speak any Mandarin. Not at all, none of it. So while you were here, was it、uh, a goal for you to learn some Chinese? Um, it wasn't at first.、Uh, it wasn't a high priority because I didn't think that I would be here for a terrible amount of time. And after a little bit, I almost got too busy. To be able to really carve out time to do it, which is a sad excuse, but you know, like I never came here with the intention of fully learning it. I guess I wanted、mm-hmm. to pick up, you know, I wanted to pick up conversational, but I never thought I would try to get fluent. Okay, so、uh, you said you initially you started teaching. So at what point did、yeah. you decide、uh, I want to get out of teaching and do something else? Uh, well, I was teaching at a school in my about a year and a half here. And、uh, I got into a, like a motorcycle accident, and I ended up breaking my leg, and I couldn't work for a while. So I was, you know, I was in my house, and I didn't really like teaching very much, and you know, just thinking about what I needed to do. And then I was, I got some insurance money, and I just put it all into opening up a little store, and that's how <laughs> that's how it came to be. So what made you decide?、Uh, so that was the pizza shop. Yeah, yeah. So, what、it. made you decide on pizza? Well, when I was living, I had I've worked with pizza for that's both most of my part-time jobs through high school and college were 
pizza pizza related okay so as a as a foreigner living here you had to go through the whole official process of registering the business and all that um yeah it was actually it was a slow process because when we started out we started in a night market so it was everything's kind of under the table and as we kept going you know we needed to become more legal and you know i needed to secure my 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 right to be here so you know we eventually put made it a business and got an arc and so now you, we're just so running say, along yeah when you say we so who was involved Oh, me and my wife. I have. I also got married in this in oh, the five okay. years I've been here. So your wife is Taiwanese. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Ah, so did that help in the process? Like, are things done in her name or is it in your name? No, I actually was able to do a lot of it in my name. Some of this, like the lease, is in her name, but the business is generally registered to me. Okay. So with night markets, uh, they're only open. Is it open every day? Yep, this one's open every day, and uh, mostly at night. Though there's a few businesses that stay open during the day. All right. So what are the hours? Uh, we're open from eleven thirty until about eleven. Eleven thirty in the morning till eleven at night. Yes. Okay. So it's not just during the night market time. Right, right, right. We're open all day, but the night market is not very night marketed during the day. <laughs> it's oh, not like Yijiang Street. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. And so when when uh, when customers come to this pizza shop, is there like a novelty that wow, this is run by a foreigner as opposed to a local, so that must make it taste better? Like, is there that aspect to it? <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, I I definitely draw the eye if standing out. On the street, throwing pizzas, so that definitely is marketing there. Um, people, you know, I think people generally like to see me out there hustling and throwing pizzas. <laughs> so if people see, like, let's say there were two pizza shops right next to each other, but one had a Taiwanese <laughs> guy and one had you standing there selling the exact same thing, are they more likely to buy from you because it's pizza? Well, yeah, actually, I, we see that when I on days that I work versus days that I don't work. Like lately I've been, yeah, we opened a second, like a, the Mimi Chufan, like the secret kitchen. And so I work oh. over there now and I'm kind of hidden. Okay. And so people, people don't see me so much anymore. And we've, you know, we can tell it's, it's changed business a little bit. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So, yeah. uh, how involved is your wife in this operation? Oh, very much, very, very involved. Oh, okay. <laughs> she she runs behind most of the behind the scenes and logistics and things like that. All right. So when you're hiring employees, these are just local Taiwanese people, or do they need to have any English ability or anything? Um, at first we were hiring a lot of uh, Eng English students from Zhongsheng Dashui, okay. uh, and they were able to speak English. But now, as we've kind of grown. You know, we take most students, and so, you know, you don't really need to speak Chinese to work here or uh, speak English to work here. Right. So initially, you were hiring people who could speak English just so that you could talk to them? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, we don't get we, we don't get very many foreigners down here, so it wasn't right. really a – we didn't really need to speak to many foreigners. Right. Oh, okay. And uh, so has your 
Chinese improved or anything as a result of doing this, or has it stayed the same? I would say that almost all of my Chinese that I've learned has come from having just daily daily immersion in it. So this is talking to the employees or the customers or both? Uh, both, absolutely both. I mean, I haven't. The only classes that I have taken are the classes that I've taken with you. <laughs> so right. my yeah, classes are very minimal. Okay, and uh, so when when customers come to buy pizza and they see that you're there, do they take an interest in you personally, like get into just normal chit chat and such? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people want pictures, or you know, they just come and we talk in English or. We try. We talk in Chinese, and a lot of people come and try to and practice English with me. Oh, so okay. I get a lot of people just coming up and chit chatting. Right. Now you mentioned you started a second restaurant, so that's also the same thing, selling pizza. Yeah, it's it's actually it's just around the corner, and we we use it to prep things and get our uh, we make the big pizzas we sell from the other place, and mm-hmm. the slices we sell right on the night market. Okay. So long term, yeah. what's your plan? Just to continue this, or do you want to expand, or what would you like to do? I don't, you know, I don't know. I take it day by day, and just, I mean, I have, I have aspirations to expand, but I'm in, I feel like I'm in no rush, just right. slow and low, and in life. Yeah. So in in retrospect, are you happy you you made the decision to transition into this? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Was it, how hard was that decision? Because obviously it's an unknown. Like the thing about English teaching is it's very stable, right? You know how much money you're going to make every yeah. month. Whereas obviously starting a business of any kind, there's huge uncertainty, right? What's going to happen. Yeah. So how how hard or easy was it to make that decision? Um, It was... It was hard, you know, I rush into things, so it was actually pretty easy to make the decision. But after I had gone past the point of no return is when I kind of, you know, you have that, it's almost like white knuckle. You're very, you're very afraid of what's going to happen the first few months. You don't know, you're not making any money and, you know, and then you start, that's when I started doubting myself was after I had done it. But I was pretty dissatisfied working and, it you know it was easy to make the jump but that was i feel like that was like half the battle half the battle was really you know being okay with my decision after i made it <laughs> right not looking back right now with with night markets in general it would seem to me because you have for those of people who aren't familiar with it you have a lot of people right who show up at these things so it seems like mm-hmm. if you have any product that you know, has demand for it, uh, it should be successful, right? Is that accurate right. or does it involve, I mean, it seems like you don't have to do any marketing or anything, just, but you just have to be there. Is that correct or does it involve more work than that? I think that if you have a good quality product, you can stand out. Um, right. And I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing you need to do is be able to stand out. Mm-hmm. so much noise in a night market. There's so much competition, so many people selling almost identical products. Mm-hmm. If you can't stand out from everyone else, it's hard to you know get a customer base, and that's what you really need to be going. Mm-hmm. So is it, now you mentioned the customer base, so are you also hoping that when someone buys from there, they like it enough that next time they'll return? Or is it yeah, always, absolutely. I mean, or is it always new people? 
I mean, the new people are great, but it's the return customers that I feel like really drive drive the business. Right. They're you know they're we can count on people. Like we have groups of people that will come in every Wednesday. Like you know, it's almost like Cheers, where you uh. can you know, you know everybody's name, right? Right. <laughs> but and it's good to, with a night market, you see a lot of traffic too. So there's a lot of new faces. Uh-huh. But I think it's really the customers that come every day that, that make the business. All right. So if you had advice for someone, let's say, who's teaching English and just wants to be doing something completely different, uh, is there any advice you would give to them? The advice that I would have is that it's not, it's, not, uh, it's not hard to do things here. So don't be afraid to make the jump. It's, you know, it's, it's a forgiving place. You know, there, the rules are pretty lax if you just want to try something and, and, and get it going. Um, and it's easy to kind of get yourself established after you've, you've been going. It's easy to get the paperwork done. It's a great place to try something. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very good. Hopefully that uh, inspires others to, to take action. And uh, yeah, thank you for, for sharing your, your journey and experience with us. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on the show. Okay, thanks, Alex.